Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We are also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969, uh, which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. So everything we say here is hypothetical. Yes. This is episode 86, which I haven't named yet, but fan fucking finally. I thought we were going to call it the Flugaloo. No, that's the next one. That's the next one we talk about all the bad stuff the government's doing. This This is a purely positive episode. Gotcha. So, Are you like it's COVID nineteen ninety nine? Woohoo! So but, <laughs> you can call it like more positive than Magic Johnson or something like that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Did, you, uh, did you see the picture of Magic Johnson wearing the uh, the surgical mask and the, the caption at the bottom was like, "Finally, he wears protection." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Got him! Damn! So. That unfamiliar voice you hear, that is that is our good friend, Mr. Chris Sullivan, who I've asked to be on the show like a dozen times and has (laughs) finally (laughs) joined us. Hey, we're recording in 10 minutes. Are you free? No, uh, no, I'm not. (laughs) Bit of an exaggeration. Well, not really. It's a testament to our professionalism there. We've worked it in this show. Yeah. The most yeah. professional podcast on the web. Yeah, I got the uh, I got the message from you. I think Friday night, and I was like, "Ooh, okay." <laughs> I messaged you before Friday, didn't I? When did I message? I you? I messaged it, it you. Might have been Friday. Might have been Friday afternoon, but I think I saw it when I uh, I was at work and I pulled into the lot and I was getting everything into my Jeep and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I was like, "Let's yeah, do it." Nice. Let's see. Uh, the 19th, which is well in advance. I even mentioned well in advance in the message. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you did. You did. Now you're part of a very elite segment of the population because there's not a lot of people that actually want to come on here and talk (laughs) to us. (laughs) I I doubt that. That's not true. Stop it. (laughs) You, the misguided. (laughs) <laughs> your U.S. your USSA community reputation score is going to go down so far. You're not even yeah. going to be able to get onto a plane anymore. Yeah, you're basically on a watch yep. list now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I've, I've been hurt every time I fly. There is, I can go through. No matter how many times I go through my backpack, there is a random nine millimeter bullet in my bag that and that turns into a half hour fiasco the last time i was flying out of dc back to for to chicago to omaha and that was uh, i was like logan just go sit down over there while i deal with this and uh yeah the uh the cop was dc metro airport police cop and uh uh, black African American, uh, female, and I had a, a black rifles matter matter shirt on. Oh I, my god! Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, making friends. Today. Are you military or 
Yeah, no, the first question was, she was like, you wear this bullet in your bag? I'm like, uh, probably. I'm like, I'm not surprised by it. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, are you a military horseman? And I was like, does this all go away if I say, uh, no, I'm not, actually not. I just, <laughs> I just yeah, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a friend of the TSA. They, they don't, I, I get, I swear I get stopped every time and I don't even try. I'm not even trying to plant stuff to, my girlfriend says, I think you do this stuff on purpose just to make a scene. I was like, no, I'm just that stupid. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, you got to uh, get one of those, it's not gay gun. if it's TSA t-shirts to wear. Like they're going to be frisking you every time. That's a lot of good photo ops for your fellow travelers. Yeah, yeah, it is. I usually, I, I usually have some sort of taxationist theft shirt on. You know, I usually make sure to do that. Like, you know, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't try to make problems. They just, they just happen. Yeah, our, uh, our buddy, the terrorists win. Yeah. Andrew's our really buddy. quiet. I can't. Why eat. am I yeah. quiet? What the hell? Yeah, our our buddy our buddy Jake McCauley, he wore the uh, the TSA is gay shirt uh, on the way to Anarchopoco. He literally bought the shirt for that flight. So nice. That was a that was nice. a win from Jake. Rachel was really proud of him. <sighs> there, am, awesome. I, am I louder now? A little, but a little. What the hell? Yeah, I even turned my gain way up. That's weird. Mm, how about now? Is that uh, a little, yeah, 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 yeah. That's better. Okay. Pro we can't hear you at all now, so it's professionals. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good now. It's good now. So professionals. He was fine before we started recording. He was coming across just fine. So I don't know. If uh, he'd have been here on time, we could have got the situation corrected before we started recording. That's right. Well, no, we couldn't have because it didn't happen until we started recording. <laughs> How are we going to know? That's like, sounds like Declan logic. Like, there's something wrong with that. I know it, but I can't figure out what it is. It's like talking to Declan. <laughs> yeah. Like, we do trial runs of recording so that we can figure I mean, we're not that professional. Oh, hell no. No, we're not that professional. <laughs> there is no practice here. <laughs> so, so all right what's the first thing we're gonna talk about i don't know i was gonna do a little elephant in the room yeah talk about this the big little virus thing give an update on your area yeah. i guess on what's going on oh. where we live yeah sure we're all in different all right. parts of the country might as well yeah yeah so here in virginia well here in the sticks of Virginia. I can't claim affiliation with any city in Virginia, but in the sticks of Virginia. Hashtag Governor Blackface. Yeah. <laughs> nothing has changed in, in my life except that the fucking grocery store shelves are bare. Basically. Which is fine because I'm a prepper and I've already got six months of food in the fucking house and I have ways to complete hygiene and cleaning and all these different tasks without having to go to the store to get something for it. So, you know, you tell, uh, tell, tell your, 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 uh, bread started delivery story. Oh yeah. So I went and looked just because I have a bunch of quick rise and bread machine yeast on my shelves down in the war room. So that's not a problem. But I only have two packets of active dry yeast yet. So I went 
or left. So I went to go to the store and I was like, while I'm there, I'll just pick up a couple more packets of active dry yeast. And no, they're totally fucking out. Every store in this county is out of everything you could need to make bread. So I was like, well, fuck it then. It's time to start a starter. And I've been meaning to do a starter for a while. Um, so I did a big one so I could start. Well, no, it was it got bigger than I expected it to. <laughs> so, so I started. <laughs> so I was a little drunk at the time. But anyways. <laughs> so, there it is. A lot of good yeah. stories start that way. <laughs> so I was drinking and I decided I was going to make a bunch of yeast. And... Yeah, yeast starter. And I fucking... It climbed out of the jar and all over my brand new fucking cabinet that my ovens are in, and I had to clean it all up. Anyways, <laughs> so I've opened, I started recently in the last couple of days, a bartering group on Facebook for my neighborhood. Just the, there's like three housing developments. Everybody's got a couple acres. You know, it's really spread out. Um, but there's a lot of great people in this neighborhood. And so I started a barter group. So I went on there and I was like, this is for free. Does anybody need a fucking bread starter? Because I have a lot of it. <laughs> and I've had more people asking for it than I have. So I'm, I'm making more. I'm like increasing it. I'm going to start delivering it around the neighborhood. Um, but today I, I, I had two deliveries. So I dropped off two cups of starter in like a canning jar to two of my neighbors and both of them asked me to do porch delivery, which is fine because usually like bartering in the neighborhood, just drop it off on my porch. I'll leave this for you because people are at work or they're out doing stuff. It's normal. But today <laughs> I go and I drop the yeast starters. It's a warm enough day to do this. I just leave them on their porch and I start walking away and I always hear something. So I turn around and they're standing at their fucking windows with the blinds like like this, looking at the blinds, like somehow, <laughs> like somehow the fucking virus is gonna get them if they open up their fucking blinds to look out the window. So they're like this, right? And I'm like, what the hell? And I and so I just keep walking away. And as soon as at both of these houses, as soon as I got to the bottom of their fucking driveway, like the second I stepped off their property. They fucking zipped out onto their porch, grabbed the starter, yelled, thank you, and ran back inside and slammed their fucking doors. They're a trap door spider. Don't you know to say, I, I wanted to tell them I sterilized the jars, and I took a shower like five minutes before I got in my car to come over here. And it's like, a 30 second car ride so chill don't you know viruses viruses respect <laughs> property lines oh. yeah and they especially respect the blind <laughs> it, it can't infect me if it can't see me <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like come on now fucking really everybody did you guys hear that part where i said everybody in our neighborhood has at least one acre. Their lot is at least one acre. The neighborhood's that's... full of one to four acre lots, and there's one that's like 14 acres 
that's the old farm that the neighborhood is named after. And so, like, why are people inside their fucking houses shut in tight with the blinds <laughs> closed? I don't fucking get it. It, you know, the the roving bands of infected might show up and I guess. <laughs> So meanwhile, I got my kids out in the yard making them fucking do yard work and gardening and shit. They probably Uh, all think I'm crazy. They got to keep an eye on their 14 packs of toilet paper. No shit. God. And both Uh, of those houses had cars all the way out in the driveway parked and on the side of the road next to their house. So they're like sheltering huge amounts of people in their homes. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 worse. That's worse than a chicken box party. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) We're all gonna cough at each other and interact very closely and touch each other, and it'll be fine, I'm sure. But we need to make sure that we hide from the scary virus keeping carrying people on the outside. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a so, these are strange multivitamins you brought in from the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a mess. Yeah. And I have oh, a delivery tomorrow. Shadow people. I have another delivery tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> you should. That one is also should, asked me for porch delivery. You should put it on the porch and just start coughing really bad. God. <laughs> <laughs> Start coughing when you get to the property line Dude, or something. I was in Walmart the other day just <laughs> buying some spare ribs or whatever. Whatever was fucking left on the shelves, honestly. And I coughed and people looked at me like I was fucking typhoid Mary. And I was like, <laughs> I'm a smoker. It's smoker's cough. I always have this cough. I... Jesus. Uh, that's what I'm worried about right now because I woke up this morning and it's gotten so warm here that everything's blooming and I have horrendous spring allergies. So yeah. like my nose is running and I'm hacking oh, and coughing shit. and I'm like, oh God, everyone's going to think I'm sick and I'm not. It's purely allergy. It's just that my body is massively overreacting to flower splooge. Okay, I promise. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> we call it tree rape season and I've already got the layer of yellow all over my car. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that growing up in Maryland that, yeah, you just get that dust that time of year. That's all over fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, to- yeah. I told my son, you know, I, I said, you got to remember too, kid, you know, it's like it just cause people cough, you know, people are still, you know, there is still the flu out there. There is still colds. There are still, you know, just regular, you know, allergies and stuff. And, you know, or somebody just inhaled uh, some of their fucking saliva down their windpipe. That happens to yeah, me on a regular yeah, well, basis because yeah. I'm graceful yeah, like so that. <laughs> food in their now, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, uh, they sneezed. We're all gonna die. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's why I wasn't on the on the podcast. What two weeks ago? Well, I couldn't be on because I had the flu really bad. I had influenza A, and it was just freaking killing me. That was bad. We had that in January. <laughs> all of us except for Kevin got sick. Oh, and it's horrible. Like, well, and somebody was like, "Are you sure it's not not COVID nineteen? And I'm like, "Trust me, even if it is, how would I know the difference?" 
Right. The, the symptoms are literally identical. <laughs> There's no way that I'm going to know the difference. And I'm going to behave exactly the same way regardless. I'm going to stay home and isolate myself from everyone else so I don't get anyone else sick. Yeah. That's what I'm and going to do. And sleep and fucking hydrate. Yeah. And, and that's all I did. Yeah. Like I pounded Gatorade and slept. Like I think I, I over the course of four days, I left bed once. Like to not, yeah. other than going to the bathroom, like one time yeah. I got out of bed to go do something. Jeff and, and like, I hibernated in my bedroom for a week and we so. did fucking nothing but watch TV <laughs> and sleep. So how are things up there, Andrew in the great white North? Um, as of today, we had a hundred additional cases confirmed, um, in 24 hours, which is cool. Um, I think Love. we're at over 500 now as a state. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh, and they just released that apparently somebody that just tested positive for it and is hospitalized had decided to go to a big funeral at one of the Catholic cathedrals here um, and then had oh, gone nice. out to eat at like Red Lobster. So nice. they're like, hey, uh, FYI, you've all been exposed if you were at either <laughs> that funeral, which was like 300 people. And of course, it's Catholic, which means you know that they did their little and peace be with you handshakey thing. So it's right. probably spreading like wildfire. Fantastic. And the holy water as you walk in, everybody sticks their yeah. fingers in that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure that they're all sick now, which is cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm and at communion, I, they all drink out of the same fucking cup. Yep. So, so you know, it's, I'm yeah. sure. Oh no! Hey, they they wipe the rim. Remember, remember they that? They do wipe the rim. Know. They have their fancy it's little linen napkin fine. that they wipe the rim with. So that's it's, cool. It's, it's a holy good. linen, so yeah. you know that it kills viruses. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> it's all good. You can tell here who's been to a Catholic mass <laughs> before. Yeah. Uh, I live in Wisconsin in, in a city that has a significant German and Irish population. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but the... Uh, the governor has shut down um, restaurants, bars. I'm really surprised that Wisconsin didn't riot when they decided to shut down bars, especially lacrosse here. I thought <laughs> that's 90% of our economy is bars in this city. That's got to tell you how scared people are, how fucking yeah. panic people are. Well, but then they're allowing them to still do carryout. And I'm like, what kind of an idiot has to drink at home anyway and pays bar prices for a beer? Yeah. What is wrong with you, morons? <laughs> Just go to the grocery store and pop into their liquor section and buy a 30 rack. Freaking idiots. What's wrong yeah. with you? But so there's the, for the most part, all the liquor stores and everything are still well stocked, which also surprised me. But I went to the store because I was like, I found out like, okay, well, they're the National Guard is being activated. They're talking about a National Guard enforced um, lockdown statewide. And which I'm immune to, I found out. Um, but because my job's considered critical infrastructure by the DHS. So I get a little fancy little pass if they do that. It says I can go wherever the hell I want. Um, but, uh, insider. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and Chris, you know, he works at a hospital, so he's got the same thing. So he, we were talking about like, hey, we'll still be able to go places. I mean, other people won't, but we still will. Um, but so I found that out. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll go pick up, you know, we got plenty of stuff and everything else, but I, I want to go get some more meat just to make sure I have some meat on hand beyond what we have, just in case it winds up lasting like two or three weeks. So I don't run out right. and I get there. 
And the bread shelves are completely empty, which I anticipated happening. There's like a lone like thing of uh, bagels sitting there. Like that's I'm like, they, you cleared them out of bagels. You stocked up on bagels. Really? And you've left one all by itself. Yeah, there's just like Shame. one. It's like just completely barren. And then one thing of bagels just sitting there. You know, and... the person who bought the second to last bag of bagels is probably the only reasonable person that bought bagels because they're like, I won't take both. I'll leave one for the next person. <laughs> yeah. Even and though everybody nice before it. them had taken like two or, and three bags. Or or chance, chances are it was an abandoned cart because someone didn't want to stand in line for two hours. Yeah. Yes, yeah, gave up. Yeah. Which 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 means that the wrapper already has coronavirus on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. If yeah, it didn't already, just from being stalked by the employees, because they're true. fucking marinating in everyone's germs all fucking day. Yeah. So. Well, the the stockers aren't, because um, all of our local grocery stores are closing at night so that they can restock exclusively without anybody else there. So their uh, stockers come in after they closed, go stock the shelves, and then leave before anybody else shows up. Um, but like, like that at was... Walmart, they're doing that shit while you're shopping, right? Yeah. Well, that's normally the way Woodman's works because Woodman's is normally 24 hours, but they've gone to now closing at like 9 p.m. So it's festival, which is normally 24 hours. They've gone to closing at like 9 p.m. Um, and they're encouraging people to use their app to do the grocery pickup where they'll just bring it out to your car so you don't even have to go in. Um, but there's like so that's cleared out. And then I get to the meat and there is no chicken. No chicken of any variety anywhere to be found. It's completely barren. All of the pork is pretty much gone. And then all of the beef is pretty much gone. But as I looked, I realized that the meat that's left is the huge pieces. So you have like this big, thick pork tenderloin that you can totally cut down into pork chops, into about a dozen pork chops that they left behind. And there's stacks of those. Nice. And I'm like, what? You people stocked up on the wrong meat, morons. You stocked up on the small <laughs> stuff, and there's these huge things that are a true, simple, cheap way to stock up on huge amounts of meat, and you left it all. So I just filled my cart with all the really big shit. So, like, half of my cart has, like, six items in it because it's just these massive pieces of meat. And then <laughs> I wanted to get butter, and I wanted to get two, you know, two pounds of butter because I'm like, well, we only have, like, one left. So that way we can have one that's soft and we got two that are frozen. Okay, cool. And it's, that's fine. And nope, it's a limit one per butter. And I'm saying I'm like one, one butter per customer. Are you kidding wow. me? And then as I'm standing there, this lady's walking by, she goes, oh, they have butter again. You people bought them out of butter too? <laughs> what is wrong with you? How much baking are you going to be doing over the course of this quarantine? Well, those bread shelves are bare. People better be fucking baking. Apparently. If they bread. Good Lord. And then they have this massive overstock of milk. So no one's stocking up on milk, apparently. Um, really? Because just... you cannot find a gallon of milk here. Oh, it's They're everywhere. Either. It's nope, every, well, I mean, find... we're also dairy state. Wisconsin, so, like, yeah. Yeah, literally, sure. you can literally, like, if, if they were sold out, you could go to a farm somewhere and just go buy milk. That's right. not going to be a problem. Um, I laughed about the meat, too, and I had one of my customers come in, and he's like, dude, I ain't even worried. He's like, you know how many farmers I know that have beef cattle right now? Like, if it got bad, I'd be like, dude, I will give you two grand for one of your cows and just buy one. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not Two concerned. grand. I mean, if you're buying a side of beef here, a half cow it's like 1400 bucks 
Mm-hmm. But these are all like black Angus farms around here. Yep, that's well, what that's, so that's they, what I can. That's what I can buy here too. I can buy a half side for fifteen hundred, and they'll butcher it for me. Yeah, you need that much for a head. Wow, holy cow! Yeah, yeah we, a quarter, we a quarter beef's <laughs> like a quarter beef is like seven hundred bucks, and that'll get you like one hundred and twenty to one hundred and forty pounds of beef, depending. How much do you pay for a hog? For what? For a hog? Oh, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Because it's like three hundred bucks here will get you a hog, and about two twenty to twenty three hundred will get you a whole cow. Fuck. Really? Because it's nothing but farms. <laughs> it's yeah. it's all beef, pig, milk farms, chicken farms. It's all farms. So meat, uh, milk, all of that stuff. Eggs. They're all really, really, really cheap around here all the time. Yeah, there's not a lot of livestock farms around here. It's mostly no. like corn. You know, there's a lot of cornfields around here. Yeah. Speaking so. of corn, Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surrounded by corn. How's your situation? Yeah. What do things look like there? Uh, it's, you know, it's it's not as bad. Um, so I live in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and I uh, it's literally the Omaha, Nebraska metro area. So, I mean, if I step into my back alley, I can see the tallest building in downtown Omaha. So I live right on the Missouri river, but uh, I haven't been to the store since Tuesday night. And uh, when I was there, there was definitely some palpable panic on people's faces. I mean, you could see there's, you know, and uh, people just not knowing what they're doing, you know, and it's, it's like, when I go shopping, I like to organize my cart, you know, I like to keep the meat on the bottom mm-hmm. and keep it separated out and like products with each other. And there was, uh, I do the same I mean, thing. At least 10 people, it like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. But there's like people like their eggs are like crushed on the bottom. They're just literally running and just throwing, you know, the cart is heaping full of stuff and there's no order. It's just a panic. I, oh my God, I, I'm probably going to need, you know, donuts and donuts in the cart, you know, and I'm probably, oh, there's, there's paper towels, paper towels in the cart. And it's just this jumbled mess. Um, that would make there, me there was crazy. A lot of- I'm, I'm the person who like, when I'm putting my groceries on the belt, I put like the heavy stuff first. Do the heavy yeah. bags first because those have to go back in the cart first because they have to be the bottom yeah, of my absolutely. of my bag pyramid. So like I have all my foods organized by how I want them put in the bags when I put them totally. on the cart. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's just smart, but they, yeah, there was just a lot of I mean, and and there were people just with their carts pushing them and they weren't even stopping; they're just grabbing things and throwing it into the cart. But uh, I mean, toilet paper was out, um, uh, bleach was out. Um, still, uh, 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 laundry detergent was still good. I mean, there was still stuff. I mean, meat was still pretty well stocked. I mean, there, you could still get usable things, but, uh, I mean, one woman had two carts full of just chips and soda. And there was another guy just stacking pallets of soda into a cart. Um, you know, cause that's going to last stocking off. Stocking up on the essentials. I, I was, <laughs> absolutely. You know, the, the, the nutritious stuff that's really gonna, gonna last, um, yeah, I, and I was so that was Tuesday night. I was there uh, Friday night before, and shelves were empty, but it was a lot calmer. There was there was I mean I ran into some people that I know their their uh, their son used to play soccer with my son, and so I was talking to them, and they were calm, and everyone else in the in the store they were just like, oh wow, I mean it's you know people are getting stuff, whereas the mood on on Tuesday night was just like, ah, you know it's like Walking Dead like type panic, but it was still decently well stocked. Um, 
the a couple days before that, I was at Sam's Club, and they were out of uh, beans and rice, uh, toilet paper, bleach, um, a, a couple of other things. But you, I mean, meat was still pretty good. But I mean, you know, we're in the heart of you know cattle and hog country too, so um, it's not too bad. But um, I mean, all the schools are out till May first. Um, and now they're even talking about, I mean, if you're going to take it to May 1st, you might as well just cancel the school year. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, and I mean, I, I, I drive, I deliver, I mean, my job, I deliver, I, I, I switch mats and I deliver toilet paper, soap and sanitizer to places. So it's a, you know, it's an, it's a nice job to, to have right now, but out and about, uh, a lot of my places are cutting back and, and slowing down, which is to be expected. But, uh, um. I know the stores in Omaha are a lot harder hit than over here in Council Bluffs. I know my, my girlfriend tried going to the Walmart and she said it was absolutely white. And I was like, well, don't fucking go to Walmart, you know, go to our, our <laughs> you know, it's a high out here. But, uh, but yeah, it, if you go to the right places, you can still find stuff. But I mean, there's definitely, you could tell that people, people were, I mean, I've heard three separate conversations this week of people saying, I'm literally, man, I really need to get a gun. Like, and that's just me listening in the background. And uh, another guy I was working with on Friday, he was riding with me the whole day. He was asking me about handguns and he's like, is there a quality handgun I could buy for a hundred dollars? I was like, no, (laughs) I was like, like, Hey, you know, yeah. Like three fifty, three seventy five, four hundred. you can get yourself a Canik, you know, or the Taurus G3. I was like, there are options a little bit further up and, and uh, we were trained by the same guy at our job, and he goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "Because Matt was actually 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 asking me because he's he's worried, he's freaking out." But you know, you can just see that there's people are starting to come to grips with the idea that that things are getting serious, and they have no idea how to they don't know how to cope with it. So they're you know, and, and you see them, you see it manifest itself different ways. You see like 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 people are making jokes about it loudly in the store. People are asking about guns. Uh, uh, other people are just buying alcohol and just looking at everyone mm-hmm. like they're stupid. And then there's, you know, other people panic buying, throwing stuff into, in, into the carts. So it's interesting to see people's reaction to the, you know, to, to the whole thing. But, um, yeah, you, I mean, you can still get the stuff. I, I heard that, uh, that, uh, Walmart and Sam's have toilet paper back and I was going to try Sam's tomorrow morning just to, just to get a few things like, like Andrew said, you know, like meat, I just, you know, I just want to get a little bit more meat, throw it in the freezer. You know, I, I could I could stay in the house for probably three or four months and and be completely fine. But uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, get get some supplies while I can. And but yeah, it's uh, uh, immediately in the area. There's only been one case diagnosed in my county, and there are at they are at University of Nebraska Med Center, and then over in Omaha there are 22 cases, and they're all at the same med center too. Um, so it's a little bit tighter in Omaha um, because there are those immediate number of cases. But once you you fan out. And to the other communities, it's 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 a little bit more laxed. So, so yeah, it's it's similar to that here in the here in the Bay Area. I'm like I'm 45 minute or 45 miles east of San Francisco, right? I'm on the, I'm on the eastern side of the what's called the Bay Area, and um, the six counties that make up the Bay Area, they're they're literally their own little faux state. It's ridiculous the way that they operate. But uh, we got the shelter in place order last Tuesday. And then the state issued the shelter in place on like Thursday or Friday. Um, but when I went last time I went to the store, everything was fine. Like, I mean, there was, there was like maybe a quarter of the shelves were empty. Right. I mean, there was still toilet paper and water and, and there was still food and all that. Good stuff. 
<clears throat> and then my brother went to the store uh, right after the state issued theirs. And, like, he just went to go get refried beans because we had everything else. And, like, the only refried beans on the shelf were, like, these fat-free, zesty salsa refried beans. <laughs> Which shouldn't even <laughs> exist in a rational yeah. fucking no. world. No, yeah, it was like it's it's, no it's, it's it's re it's refried okay it's refried beans with these chunks, not like diced little pieces. These chunks of bell pepper and tomato in it. What? So it's Why? like so so it's like it's like it's like three quarter it's like three quarters refried beans without fat, and like a quarter of these chunks of vegetables in them. What kind of a monster? goes you know what i'd really like refried beans but in the most disgusting possible way dry but somehow still sticky yeah and like and you know what would be great like let's just take random things from the garden chop them up half-assed and throw them in there. exactly literally like exactly what it's like oh it's bad Barf. but um and then he went he went again on uh, Friday on the way home from work. Um, and, like, stores are still empty. Like, there's no eggs, no bread, no um, rice, beans, pasta are all gone. The meat's empty. Uh, most of the frozen food's gone. Alcohol is, like, half empty. Um, Not at that's the NEX. They keep the that's... NEX well stocked with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my local one. And then the Walmart, the Walmart actually over by my dad's house. And um, we jokingly call it the Walmart because it's it's that bad. Like, like they like they they literally have uh, police vehicles out in front of the store. Do they have like bars on the windows and shit? Cover no. me, I'm going in. Hold on, hold on. Like the entire like the entire cosmetic section, and and the the colognes and the. Uh, the body washes and and uh, uh, deodorants and things like that—they're all in this own this own little section of the store with its own little register. So like you can't put it in your cart and walk around. Like if you buy it, you have to pay for it right there. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, 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 it's that good. It's that wow. good of a Walmart. It's that good of a Walmart. So, but it's then, like the electronic know, section in normal WalMarts is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the electronic section's open. Like you could put it in your cart, and walk around. Oh really? Yeah. Well, our no one's stealing the open, but most of the cases are locked, and you need somebody's help to open yeah. them for like, you know, for like video games and stuff like that. And then they carry it to the register that's in electronics. No, it's it's, it's that yeah, it's you that ghetto. It's, it's that <laughs> ghetto that the mascara is locked up, but the Jeez. TVs and video games aren't. But, They're like, um, like, are you done with your shopping, or we'll we'll keep the mascara at the counter and just come back when you're done with your shopping. No, 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 no. Like, just like, like there's like there's this own little register in that area, and you have, if if you get something in that area, you have to pay for it right there. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. It's, it's it's bad, but like you go like uh, um up where my kids are, which is like a hundred miles north of me, it's fine. There's no cases. My brother, my brother is still showing houses. Um. Like the schools are canceled, but that's statewide. It's normal up there. I mean, down here we have like 62 cases in the whole county, and I have like 1.1 million people in my county. So, but um, we also had <laughs> South Lake Tahoe, which is supposedly a really good area. You know, 
Lake Tahoe, beautiful place, tourist destination. Some lady was robbed for her groceries on the way to her car. Jeez. You'll probably uh, see more of that in, like, the nice neighborhoods, people going to the -hmm. stores in those neighborhoods Mm -hmm. to steal from them, from people coming out of those with their groceries. Well, yeah, because you know that they're probably pretty left-leaning, unarmed, no situational awareness, and they're going to be easy to take advantage of. And they're going to have a lot of stuff in their cart because they can afford a lot of stuff. It's it's California, and... um, um, the shelter in place order. Okay, the shelter in place order here in California like closed all these businesses, uh, but like the essential businesses that were still open, and then like one of the one of the businesses that they closed was the cannabis illegal cannabis dispensaries, until people started complaining, and then the governor's like, oh, okay, we'll leave the cannabis dispensaries open also. <laughs> 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 you expect me to sit in my house for months without yeah. any pot? Are you insane? If the government really wanted to reduce panic over this situation, they would fucking be handing cannabis out to everybody. Yeah. You're gonna have like, to sit so, in your house. Uh, you might as well be fucking stoned out of your gourd. Just an agent standing in a grocery store. Somebody's throwing things at their car. You seem stressed. And hand him a fucking spliff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, but uh, I was telling the story beforehand. I'll, I'll repeat it now. But um, Jack in the Box and, and my little Jack in the Box in the, the local area, they. Uh, they're taking precautions. I'm using air quotes, you guys. Precautions. So, okay. So you, so we, we have no dining. So you have to go through the drive-through, right? So you go through the drive-through, and the cashier, when you go to pay for your order, puts like this large plastic Tupperware container out the window that you're supposed to put the money in. So you put the money into this large plastic container where everybody else previously has put their money, and then the cashier takes it. And then deals with the money, and then puts no gloves on, and gives you the change that she puts back into the large plastic container that everybody has touched and money's been all over, and then hands it back to you that you're supposed to take the money out of. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing the same thing at my work. Like that was a directive to have some sort of a plastic container, and like we're also supposed to be wearing (laughs) rubber gloves. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not wearing rubber gloves all day while I handle money because I handle thousands of dollars. I'm not going to sit here all day for eight to ten hours with these rubber gloves on. And if I'm wearing them, you know, the entire time, like I'm still touching all of the same things and anything that's on the gloves is still spreading the same as if it were on my hands. And I'm not like that's that's ridiculous. Like you're still touching <laughs> the same amount of germs, people. Still, and they're like, but protect yourself. Protect. It would what only about the customers that I'm handing your gloves off between every fucking yeah, transaction? I would. Yeah. I would have to take the money, put it in, get their change, change gloves before I get their change. And then hand that back to them with a new pair of gloves on, which means that every single transaction I would be going through two pairs of gloves. And that money still, you, you're yeah. still putting the money in the drawer with all the money that everybody else touched. <laughs> exactly. And that was, I'm like, I, I, I understand you guys want to take precautions, but I just don't care that much. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why this brought it up, but this is a good segue. Let's segue into our first article about strippers. Um, 
right, so so every, everything we're gonna everything we're gonna cover tonight is we'll put a smile on our face. Yeah. Right. Normal. Normally, we talk about the state and and get angry. At, well, we ha- always have laughs, but we get angry right. at the state and and all that. So, so everything we're gonna talk about tonight is positive. It's about people. It's about businesses. Um, it's more altering. positive than Magic yeah. Johnson and Charlie Sheen's baby. <laughs> and that also was, prettier, significantly that prettier. Slow. That was slow. <laughs> <laughs> Can I blame oh. it on cabin fever? Everything could be blamed on cabin fever. Yeah. Oh. Did you guys see that 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 Kenny Rogers joke? It says, "Uh, Kenny Ro- Kenny Rogers dipping out in the start of the apocalypse is the most no wind to fold them thing ever." Yeah. Yes. I said that Absolutely. like this morning on a, on somebody's <laughs> this morning on somebody's post about Kenny Rogers dying. I yeah. said he knew when to fold them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right, um, this is out of Las Vegas, which, all right. Uh, although many businesses in Las Vegas are closed today after the Nege- after the Nevada's governor asked non-essential businesses to close their doors, that does not appear to include the city's strip clubs. Little Darlings, which is owned by Deja Vu, is not only open, but they are planning to have drive through strip shows and nude hand sanitizer wrestling. Nice. <laughs> which had better Started- not be actually hand sanitizer. Like, that's got to be KY Jelly that they're saying is hand sanitizer. I, can you imagine I that? I saw, yeah. I, saw an, I saw an ad earlier uh, that somebody posted on Facebook, and it was for, like, 140 gallons of hand sanitizer. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, Which it's is possible. Impossible. Yeah. So, but, um, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's going to get in places, and it is going to burn. That is isopropyl alcohol. Yeah. That is, And it's going to dry out every inch of their skin. Yeah, that is not <laughs> yeah. going to be right. a pleasant experience. Uh, Maybe it's got aloe in it, you know. <laughs> starting, this, starting this weekend, guests Maybe. will be able to drive up to the front door, pay $100, and enjoy a 10-minute Triple X show from the comfort of their safety of their own vehicle. The Triple nice. X nude hand sanitizer wrestling will begin on Saturday. For those customers who still want to go inside, Director of Operations Ryan Carlson said that Little Darlings is, quote, essentially one of the safest and cleanest places in Las Vegas. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, that is probably true. Car- if you've ever been Carlson's- to a modern strip, but like yeah. a quality one, yeah, that is probably true. Carlson yeah. said that the club's sanitizing practices include hourly hand washing, more than 25 hand sanitizers throughout the club, and social distancing in both seating and private dances. How do you yeah. social dance? <laughs> How are you kidding? Social- <laughs> That's what Carlson I was just going to ask. Carlson- <laughs> you plastic shredded <laughs> over yourself? Does she just like stop six feet away and squat and pretend that she's on your lap or what? <laughs> yeah. I read an article out of the UK from a doctor that asked people to stop masturbating with hand sanitizer. That should not have to be oh. said. Yeah. No, in so, fact, right. let's yeah, stop saying it and let the situation work itself out naturally. Right, hold on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Why does it burn? Well, probably uh, because you're a fucking idiot. Let's just hope Carl- it makes it all the way up in there and fucking sanitizes their testes and just oh, I mean, do us all a uh, fucking favor. I really hope it killed every oh, sperm uh, you have. Carlson, yes. Carlson also pointed out that strippers are part of the American fabric of life. Little Darlings was Amen. one of the first. <laughs> Little Darlings was one of the first local businesses to capitalize on what is now a pandemic. 
In early March, they started handing out bottles of hand sanitizer after the first presumptive positive cases were announced. Yeah, and then it goes on to talk about how um, other businesses were or other businesses were closing. But yeah, I just had to uh, drive through strip clubs and triple X hand sanitizer wrestling. Yeah, why wasn't this a thing already? Like, like you like, know, like a car they, wash, they but have, there's windows they in the have, walls, and there's yeah, yeah. they have drive-through wedding chapels. Yeah, yeah, why not drive-through strip shows for so that way you could literally have your engagement happen in a car, your bachelor pa- party happens in a car, and right. the marriage then happens in a car, followed obviously by the honeymoon in a car. Right. Yeah. True. Now all they need is drive-through divorces. Yeah, full efficiency. It'll never be that simple. (laughs) Well, the paperwork will, is what I'm saying. They already have (laughs) drive-through divorces. You can open doors on the interstate. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. I would would say something about a rim shot, but that has an entirely different meaning in this context. (laughs) That's why you should say it, Jason. Mm-hmm. I almost got Derek to spit out her drink. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have nothing to add to that. That was just, I just, I just, I had to bring that up because, well, we love strippers on this show. Free markets are fucking beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I love strippers more than than anybody else. Regrettably, that's two two ex wives. Well, one only one of them was a stripper. Only one of them was a stripper. Oh, for okay. <laughs> for fourth inning. Nice. <laughs> do, you, do you think, did they just have like one line? Like, because I mean, if you know, if you get a pretty good turnout, you might be waiting there for quite some time if it's only one line of cars. Like, how does, you know, I don't well, know. If they you start think getting they a lot of interest, they could, they could price gouge, right? And, and, you and, could, no, yeah, you, supply you, and demand. They can start charging more. You could set it up like the the little kiosk things, the drive-through coffee shops. Just a whole line of them. Yeah, yeah. And just or have, like you, you know, know, like like the window um, shows in Amsterdam, like in the red light district and shit, where you just walk by. You know. Yeah, yeah it could work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing a business opportunity developing here. <laughs> This is an untapped market. Ah, tapped. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the 2020s are all. In the, uh... What's that? Yeah. Oh, just put some kiosks in the uh, in the parking lot so you can really, you know, you can crank through more per hour, you know, and really, really get it going. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> like... <laughs> We're just beating this to death right now. And the best part is, whatever you happen to do about these shows is all going to stay inside your own car. And nobody else has to clean yeah. it up afterwards. See, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, you get, you guys remember drive-in movie theaters? Yeah, yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's what needs, that's what needs to happen. Just a drive-in movie theater. Everybody pulls up. You pay your ten bucks. Park your car. You put the little radio in your window. You put your ten bucks in the little. <laughs> you put your ten bucks in the little Tupperware. Thing. In the Tupperware <laughs> thing, <laughs> people with gloves. Oh, just, God. There's even they more incentive they, to use gloves in this context. Uh, they hand you tissues and some hand sanitizer. Yeah, it's, uh... but it's it's like a whole new. It's that law of the internet. Which one is that? There's Rule if it exists, right? If it exists, yeah. there's porn of it. Or if there isn't porn now, there will be soon. 
actually, right? um, Jason, you bring up a good point mentioning the drive-ins because I've discovered that apparently drive-ins in general, because everybody stays in their cars, are immune, are immune to are shutdowns. Immune to, yeah. So they're seeing a massive resurgence as temperatures warm up and this is all happening where more and more people are actually going to drive-ins. So we yes. could see a resurgence of of the American drive-in, which is freaking which, fantastic. That some would be my, awesome. Some of my favorite memories were at drive-ins. Um, innocent, innocent memories. I know uh, where you're going. Innocent memories. <laughs> well, we There's always still... do the drive-in thing for Mississippi Mayhem with all the hot rods and stuff. We all go to every year. We go to. Um, <coughs> drive in and no. so there's like 300 cars 1964 or older it's parked at a at a drive-in which is really cool nice there's still a, a drive-in open in newburgh oregon um like the next town over from where i grew up and it's been open forever basically i think um mm. since they became that, a thing yeah the the local one to me got taken over as a homeless camp yeah so, um, all right. Um, There's only one about, drive in in, uh, in my town, and it's the Google plant now. They tore it down like ten, 10 years ago, and Google bought it and built a big data processing center there. Jeez. Uh, there is I'm still about to get one of those. I'm about to get one of those outdoor fucking inflatable projector screens. We have a projector, we just need a screen for it and start fucking showing movies on my front lawn for people who want to pull up in their car and watch and go charge them each like you know <laughs> would you like any bucks. popcorn popcorn yeah. i have cans of mountain dew pepsi we got right <laughs> Make sure you do delivery on those, though. i got a bowl of rice and beans for each one of you for <laughs> three bucks yeah. can i interest you in a nice bottle of hand sanitizer <laughs> yeah <laughs> fresh baked bread all right. Uh, another business adjusted and like, I don't know, uh, quarantine cakes are helping save this bakery's business during coronavirus outbreak. Did anybody um, else? Did anybody else picture a, a, a cake with a file in it? Or is that just me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually picturing like getting a cake like in the shape of a biohazard symbol. Uh, right. <laughs> there's a. <laughs> There's, I saw um, uh, somebody post a picture of uh, pinatas in Mexico in the shape of the, the COVID virus. With, yeah, with the Chinese guy on them. Like, it's <laughs> super oh. racist, stereotypical Chinese guy on them. Wow. Like, we, when, this is, when this is all over, I want to get one and I want to fill it with TP rice and beans and just <laughs> smash it. <laughs> all right. Um, Quarantine or quarantine cakes are helping this bu- this bakery's business during coronavirus outbreak. And if you can see the picture, it's it's like really good looking cakes, right? And then and then the one the one on top says wash your hands, and the other <laughs> one says don't touch your face. <laughs> nice, <laughs> sound advice. Yeah, it's a uh, small business owners across America struggle with how to stay afloat during the coronavirus outbreaks. One bakery is getting creative. Butter in San Francisco, which normally caters to milestone occasions like weddings and big birth, big number birthdays, is now delivering quarantine cakes. The small cakes serve one to two people, cost fifty dollars each, and come with a PSA on top, like "Wash your hands" or "Don't touch your face." Fifty dollars to serve two people? Oh my god! And they're doing big business. How is that not so, price gouging? Yeah, Hazel. <laughs> 
business opportunities here. All right, the cake serve one or two people cost fifty bucks each and come with a PSA on top, like wash your hands and don't touch your face. Hazelnut and chocolate, um, macchiata and strawberry, salted caramel and chocolate are among the flavor options. Founder of the bakery, Amanda Nguyen, wrote on her decision to start selling the confectioners on Instagram after revealing that Butter, which was only a few years old, had just over a little month of reserves before they had to close permanently. Quote, the only way we survive... Okay, this is this is like the main reason I wanted to share this article is this quote. It says, quote, the only way to survive is, be cre- is by creating value for our clients in a new way for the current day. Oh, Amen. hey, capitalism? Yeah. That. Yep. Look at that free market. What a novel idea. Yep. Yeah. Um, quote: People can send them to each other even if they can't eat them together. She added the cakes. Uh, quote: In times of social isolation and fear, it's human connection, acts of love, and comfort food that will get us through it. Yeah. It's oh. always comfort food that gets us through it. I'm just going to yeah. tell everybody that yeah. right now. <laughs> it's always comfort food. Yeah, but if I'm spending $50 on a cake, that better also come with at least a handy. I'm just saying. Like, when that gets delivered, I better <laughs> get this idea there. for Boober, uh, the Boober show. Bo- what was it called? I'm a little stoned. What was it called? Yeah. Uber Business eats. idea. Boober, Boober yeah. eats. We'll get to that one later. But yeah. yeah, they could combine, you know, deliver a $50 cake. You get to see boobs, you get a handy. And <laughs> you know what? That's $50 well spent. But not with hand sanitizer. Yeah. Lube. yeah, please not with hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this feels pretty. Oh, so, my God. Ah, what? <laughs> so but this is um, this this is a play on something that happened after after the the floods um in what 2017 i think we covered 2018 we covered it 2018 i think we covered it um but there was a a story of a guy who wanted to check on his mom and but he was like miles and miles and miles away and he he couldn't he couldn't get there to check so he ordered after a hurricane after after a hurricane or flooding or something flooding in the carolinas i think this guy was in one of the carolinas Uh yeah Yeah. and so so he, he ordered pizza and had the pizza delivery guy bring it to his mom, and it was able to check on his mom that way. Nice. This is the same. This is the same sort of thing, but it's a fifty dollar cake. Um, it might yeah. be delicious. It's probably delicious. Right. Yeah. But I don't know about fifty dollars delicious. That's yeah. pretty steep. <laughs> For That's a cake that be... only serves one or two people, yeah. I mean, which and realistically let's be honest, it serves it, one. It's it's one. It serves one yeah. people. Yeah. It serves yeah, one. It serves yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Any cake is a cupcake if you believe in yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, and um, so yeah, in, in just over twenty four hours, they were able to cover the cost for the week, uh, and even add to their reserves. So, nice. This cake says, "Pretend you're an introvert." Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay fifty bucks for a cake that for like a single portion cake, but if they have customers who are willing to. That's market demand. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to be able to make some money doing that, keep themselves and their business afloat in this time doing that, great. Good for them. I mean, we make fun of the price, but, yeah, you know, but you know what? people are paying it. People are paying it. Yeah, that's yeah. So, just what Andrew said. Like, <laughs> if the market will allow it, so be it, right? Yeah. yeah it's I mean, all about but, the right to, idea at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, 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 to
to read the quote again, uh, quote, the only way we survive is by creating value for our clients in a new way for the current day. That is just straight up the essence of capitalism. Yeah, it is. Oh. I should start selling bread starters on the Facebook local market for like 50 bucks a piece. <laughs> You'll probably sell actually quite a few of them. I, I would wager you probably will. Yeah, maybe I should. Because type up a 50 type bucks, up an instruction actually, sheet too. Yeah, right. Well, I'm doing that for the girl I'm dropping off for tomorrow anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean, because those 50 bucks, when you think about a yeast starter, isn't that bad because... They can live for decades if you take care mm-hmm. of them properly. So it's like yeah. a little pet that is smelly and Yeah, one of the ladies <laughs> that I dropped off to today, she was telling me, I was like, so I asked her, I was like, so you know how to like use this and, and take care of it, right? And maintain it. And she's like, Oh yeah, I used to do that with my grandma all the time. She called hers Herbie. Time to feed Herbie, <laughs> time to divide Herbie. <laughs> See, yeah. it's it's kind of like a pet, but it's a pet that's neither virus nor bacteria nor yeah. nor plant, and it's and this it's is over by Jason's um, neck of the woods, real close to Jason. But Ben Smith reminded me of it on Facebook yesterday. I think there's a bakery in San Francisco uh-huh. that has mother bread that is 160 years old. Yeah, is it is it yeah. sourdough or it's sourdough? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I think I've heard of that the the like super old sourdough that you can get. So it winds up you actually wind up using the exact same stuff that they used almost two hundred years ago. Like that is yeah. impressive as hell. That is super cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you know what wild. you're doing, any yeast starter can do that. If you know what you're doing, and you hand it down to somebody mm-hmm. who knows what they're doing. And- so well, yeah, they they recreated that one yeast because they had viable um, yeast from that that jar from like King Midas that they've now yeah. used um, that Dogfish had for a while was making the King Midas beer that was based on ingredients that they used based on the spectral analysis of the remnants of the original drink inside that jar and brewed with the yeast that was cloned. They actually cloned it um from inside that jar so it's almost identical to what was actually contained in that jar um so it's really cool i used to buy it all the time i can't find it anymore but it was really cool because you're drinking a like 3500 year old libation which is right um an an article (coughs) an article from 2014 says it was 160 years old oh okay in 2014 so now it's what 166 yeah. So. Still going strong. Yeah. So I think I could sell really those good. for a good price on the Facebook local market. Yeah, you probably could. If you have instructions bread, on here's too. how you take care of it, here's how you use it, maybe a quick recipe for homemade bread, and you just like, hey, you get this, how to do it, and everything for 50 bucks. Right. You'll have people paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just depends on how many fucking canning jars I have. <laughs> <laughs> what's our next what's our next article Jason um okay uh an unlikely hero surfer sets up toilet paper exchange on Encinitas street corner (laughs) so this this is from March 14th so this is a week ago when there were really bad toilet paper shortage um, Johnny Blue, a 33-year-old physical therapist and avid surfer from Encinitas, was seriously bummed Friday night. 
He saw reports across the country of people hoarding toilet paper in wake of the coronavirus outbreak, and one of his good friends had a difficult time finding diapers and essential supplies for his kids at a nearby store. So on Saturday morning, Blue took a cardboard sign and a simple request, quote, share your toilet paper, and camped out on the corner of El Camino Real and Encinitas Boulevard. This is in San Diego. Quote, it just inspired me to remind people, listen, if you have a lot of something, that probably means there are people who probably don't have very much of it because you took it all, Blue said. So sharing it is probably a good thing to keep in mind. We're not going to get into that. All right. The response was immediate and positive with motorists honking horns and support. Drivers stopped by to drop off rolls of toilet paper just as quickly. Blue would then hand them out uh, in an impromptu TP stock exchange. This guy came here. Yeah, this. Yeah. Quote, this guy came here and said he just ran out. He was going uh, to a bunch of stores and couldn't find any. Uh, Blue said his cars was by. Quote, somebody had given me some, so I gave it to him. He was stoked. He was like, do you want me to pay? I said, no, man. Somebody gave it to me. Here, you take it. A moment later, the driver in a white pickup slowed just enough to toss a rollout to Blue's uh, burgeoning, burgeoning bundle. That's okay. Uh, quote, people are loving it, Blue said. People are honking, smiling, laughing. It's actually been good because it's actually been a kind of it's actually been kind of a rough time right now. And then it goes on to talk about the, the run on toilet paper and other items. But, Boy, that dude sounds so much like a surfer, it's hilarious. Yeah. Like he just does. Like, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, um, and this is another another good quote from him. He says, quote, I think people want a sense of community. When things are really challenging, people are looking to band together and be unified. It feels like I kind of struck on a common theme where people were thinking, why are people hoarding toilet paper? Yeah. Yeah. And that is that is a good question. Why are you hoarding toilet paper? It's also <laughs> ironic. <'cause, laughs> like. Toilet paper is a fairly recent invention. Like it's uh, the the first time that toilet paper was really produced in the West is like 1857. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a fairly recent invention. You can absolutely live without toilet paper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that there's there's, there, there's ways to get it done. You just jump in the shower and wash your bum for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, you, you just do that. Or, you know, a power drill with a scrubbing brush on it. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Your mind went there of all things? I, you know, what? I like power what the drills. Hell did the ar- what the hell did the army do to you? <laughs> Dude, so much. So much. <laughs> Afghan- or Afghan- you what? can just make sure that you have lots of microfiber cloths in your house. And you know how to fucking clean them. Yep. Yeah, I'd really rather not. <laughs> you'd, you'd rather use the drill with the scrubber. Oh, dude, I'm telling oh, you, this yeah. is the that's, age. This is the, the age. That's the reasonable alternative, <laughs> this, Andrew. This, this is the, is the age of the, the crunchy, kind of... breastfeeding, cloth diapering, homeschooling no. mom. We are the fucking rock stars. No, hold on. Right now. Hold on. Hold on, we're getting to some hard-hitting news here. Andrew, <laughs> why do you prefer the drill with the scrubby sponge? Well, the reason is because I saw a video, okay, where this guy had developed Oh, this my God, it started with a fucking video. Where did you, did you, did you, have, did you have to put, did you have to put in your, your, to verify your age before you got on this website? <laughs> no, this was actually on YouTube because he uses a doll um, to test it oh. out. It does not go well. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's a yikes for me, dog. <laughs> but it's set up so that it, you, you sit on the toilet, and then when you're done and you push the you actually push the flush, you don't get up, and then it just comes up and then spins and water sprays on it and seeing it cleans things. And, well, or possibly rips out your rectum. I mean, one of the two. It's going to go one of two ways. Or wraps all your pubes around it as it's spinning and just fucking waxes your taint for you. (laughs) There are contingencies. Imagine it spinning, like... 900 RPM just <laughs> and it just it just taps your sack. Oh, just, yeah, just one time. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys, know, I don't even want to talk about my, you know, front plumbing with something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ow. I mean, there again, there are contingencies. There it's it's a work in progress. I would it rather jerk off the hand sanitizer. Yeah. I'd rather lift doorknobs in Hunan province. Dude, the early Romans used chunks of pottery. Okay? It could be worse. (laughs) He doesn't know how to use the seashells, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Don't go better than a pine cone. Somebody actually found. At like Overstock or something like a, a bathroom decor thing that was uh-huh, a yeah, black, the th- black tray with the three mm-hmm. silver seashells on it, and like oh just God. set their toilet when all the toilet paper thing was becoming an issue. <laughs> oh. We've got a demolition man reference, so the night is complete. That's that's, that's right. all we need right there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we probably usually manage to work in one dystopian movie reference. Per episode, oh, yeah, at least yeah. one, usually two, three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there are so many Mad Max references. They'll have to wait. Oh, the memes, Jason. Oh my God, the memes that you made of me and Kevin and Declan. <laughs> those are glorious. Oh, those were those so were... fucking good. Did they? I I didn't follow them after that. They got a good reception. Uh, I think yeah, yeah. A lot of people so have the... reacted. The Derrick one, Tina Turner, one week in the quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, there. That's pretty good. There's a uh, Declan, Declan, Kevin, who runs quarter team down. <laughs> in the in the dog, even. <laughs> yeah, in oh, yeah, the I, dog. That's great. One of the dogs. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the three, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can set up a methane farm around here. I promise you. I've got three boys and three dogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I already have a methane farm. We're just not doing anything with it. Uh, Yeah, my my mom actually, see, but it's not necessarily just the boys because my mom was just complaining about the fact she had my two little brothers and my oldest daughter in the car the other day. And guess who was the one who was stinking up the car? It wasn't the little boy. (laughs) Well, all I have is boys. <coughs> Even so. the dogs are boys. Yeah. And we wow. have an out of, actually, we have an out of country friend staying with us right now, Canadian mm-hmm. Kevin, right? And so I'm the only female in this house ever, right? So I'm the one <laughs> trying to hold everything together. 
and make sure everybody's chill and taken care of. <laughs> and yeah, it starts to feel like auntie. You start to feel <laughs> a little bit like auntie. So. Set, up, <laughs> set up, set up a Thunderdome. They'll they'll step in line. Yeah. <laughs> what it, what yeah, it is? Is, have, is you... yeah, do you have like Chris? a clear out for like a dojo and like everyone battle like to to settle disputes? You know, swing across and. Just... <laughs> no, I had a couple of I got a couple of dog kennels outside. I could set up into an octagon. Hell yeah! Eat. Yeah. <laughs> the winner, yeah, the just... winner gets to use the winner gets to use toilet paper. Loser has yeah. to use the seashells. Yeah. <laughs> Loser has to use the drill with the brush. Yeah. <laughs> Loser, Loser gets, Loser gets the... the brush. It could be a sponge. It could be a pine cone. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the loser has to use a pine it cone. Will jump rides in the toilet and caress your taint. <laughs> so, no, and, uh, no, Andrew, low... stop. That's a pipe cleaner. The yeah. loser has to scoot across the lawn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you're going to do that, too, you could hang the, the, the round signs from one of the dogs and send them to. They could be. Oh God! Yeah, there's something wrong with our heads. Uh, oh, there's a lot of things wrong with our heads. Uh, the, the toilet paper thing, uh, though, it's just so bizarre because you know it. It really was fairly recently that the United States even started mm -hmm. using toilet paper at all. Yeah. And even when they did start mm -hmm. using it, it was largely like still kind of looked down as a weird thing that you would spend money on paper that you are just going to throw away. Yeah, that's going to wipe your ass with and throw away. Yeah, and it was it was kind of a weird thing. But weirder still is that a local in Wisconsin, a uh, the head of their like sanitation department for one of the counties near me in Wisconsin released this statement talking about if you run out of toilet paper and start using alternatives. And he lists these alternatives and some of the, some of them make sense, you know, like a sock or a uh, paper towel. And then he goes out and he goes like hot dog. And like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, what? <laughs> That's what? That's oddly specific. I I feel like that had to happen in order for you to feel the need to mention it. Like it clogged up oh, the wastewater Like, and you were like, "Why is there a hot dog covered in poo?" You know what? I don't think I want to know. I got bad news for you, though. No one was using that for toilet paper. <laughs> but I have good news for you. On the other end, the U.S. dollar is worth so fucking little now that it's going to become toilet paper any fucking day. So all yeah. you people who are out, the the Fed. We talked. Uh, Shannon and I talked about that earlier. Yeah, the Fed. The Fed said they're going to hand out a trillion dollars a day in loans for the re for the rest of the month. What wait, wait, possibly a, go a, wrong. Wait, a trillion a day? Like a not just like another week infusion no, of a no. trillion? No, 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 Holy no, no. No, not like okay. They, they have. They they're, they've already started releasing like fourteen day loans, so you get like a trillion dollars over fourteen days. No, they're also releasing trillion dollars per day loans God damn. for 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 the rest of the month. Fifteen point. Everybody make the money printer sound. 
Yeah. It's, not even, it's not even money. It's not even money print. It's, it's click, clack, click, clack. Ah, money printer go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say like that meme, the oh, money printer go. That's what I was saying. Everybody makes a money printer sound. <laughs> it's fun. What's that come out to? You said 15 trillion? 15 and a half trillion dollars. And it's not even real money. It's all just like money on in well, the computers. Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve. No, it isn't real money either. But I mean, I know yeah, what you mean. Right. It's not even physical. Like it's just code. It's just yeah, ones and zeros on a computer. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I tried to explain that to somebody the other day because obviously I work I work in the financial industry. I work with a lot of money, and I tried to explain uh, that to somebody the other day. Like, no, you need to under like this. Because they're like, oh, no, it'll be great for that. No, it's not because it devalues the dollar because this money doesn't actually exist. They are artificially creating it and just saying it exists now, which means that the overall number of dollars has gone up. Therefore, its value has gone down. Yes. This is bad. This is very, very bad. I can't wait to pay. I can't wait to pay $17 for a loaf of bread. Yeah. However, I mean, being a bit being a collapsitarian to a certain extent, I'm kind of going burn, baby, burn here. Like, let's just yeah. Uh, like, I'm not sure how to feel about it because dumpster fire. Like, there's two wolves inside of me, and one of them <laughs> wants people to not suffer, and the other one wants it all to fucking fall apart. So yeah. can't well, build. Yeah, and you know, part two is is that people are you know once it does all come down people aren't going to realize what actually caused it, you know, and they're going to think they're going to blame it on something else. They're going to blame it on, you know, a political party, or they're going to blame it on the virus itself, or it, you know, they're, they don't have that basic understanding so that in 50 years again, talk- do it again. They're talking about after this, after this virus goes away, um, they're talking about 37 million people being unemployed or I'm sorry, 37 million people losing their jobs. Uh, yeah. I believe that due yep. to the lockdown. Oh, yeah. They, I actually um, so right next door to my shop is uh, this restaurant. It's actually a pair of restaurants owned by the mm-hmm. same guy. One's super restaurant and one's Don's super restaurant. Completely <laughs> different enti- legal entities. I don't really understand why. I've never really talked to him about why, but I was talking to him yesterday and apparently like it's gotten to the point where because the restaurant itself is closed and he has so little takeout business happening even though, you know, he's available for takeout because the area that it's in, in Sparta is a very, very small town and it's got a very old population who don't really use the internet much. So he can't really get the word out to everybody that, Hey, I'm still operating. It's just takeout only call me, put in an order. So he's like, I have a ton of perishable food that I actually had to announce. I'm just giving away to customers. Jeez. Because What's it's it just going like, to go bad like, anyway. Um, Disney, Disneyland had like 6,000 pounds of food that they had to give away because it was going to spoil. Yeah, and wow. he's, like, I, he's like, I have two alternatives. I can go chuck it in the dumpster once it goes bad, or I can just give it away. And he's like, mm-hmm. it's cheaper for me to give it away because I can do that myself. Chucking it in the dumpster would require my employees working, and I can't afford to pay them. Yep. Right. So I'm just I have customers showing up and I'm just handing them these giant bowls of stuff to just take home because otherwise it's just going bad anyway. So take it. So, yeah. Um. On that note, good segue. Maybe you can set up one of these neighborhoods. Kindness committee runs errands for neighbors who can't leave their home. 
Um, while people are social distancing and avoiding crowds due to COVID-19, neighborhoods are lending, neighborhoods are lending a helping hand to those who with weak immune systems who may not be able to leave their home. Kindness isn't canceled in the old North Knoxville historical district neighborhood. Neighbors are taking the phrase, quote, love thy neighbor to a whole new level. Kelly Arsnault uh, is the chairperson for the neighborhood's, quote, kindness committee. Uh, it's not a new group or a new concept, but it's an important one. Quote, one of our goals is to really try to help neighbors who are in need, uh, and we do have those in our neighborhood as well. Uh, during uh, during this time of uncertainty, the, quote, kindness committee uh, is a district uh, in the district is offering to help people who may not be able to walk out the front door. Quote, it's something that I think any of us in our lifetime have been experiencing this kind of thing before. So really trying to just be there for each other and help other navigate through this is important. Um, a Google form created by Arsenal's neighbor cat allows homeowners in the neighborhood to volunteer help. Then those who are in need can request it. She got the idea from students at Tuft University. Um, so basically what it tells is volunteers uh, are able to help their neighbors in a variety of ways, whether that's running errands, picking up groceries, meal prepping, or just getting assistance in other ways. Quote, it's a really useful tool uh, to have to have that now that you can depend on each other um, to help you go through this time. It talks weird. Uh, not only that, but neighbors are keeping a watchful eye on each other and checking in on each other when they see fit. A lot of the times, just the person to person trying to reach out and see if they need help can be really important during a time like this. So, yeah, it's mm -hmm. mutual assistance is, is what it is. It's it's a fantastic idea. And this this does go back a long way. Um, there was like, oh, man, I, I looked it up. and There's like eight or ten different articles about different parts of the city like this one's in knoxville there's there's some in new york there was some in um nevada there was some in arizona and texas and all over the place but uh basically what it is it's, mm -hmm. it's like it's there some people do apps some people do signboards um this one is like a google form like they you know that you can get online and fill out there was another one out of tennessee where the like the people were actually going door to door and handing out pieces of paper and people could uh, fill it out and then put it in their mailbox and somebody would come by and check the mailbox and if that person put the form in the mailbox well they would try to help that person out with whatever they needed or, I mean this this is how you build strong communities by taking care yep. of each other like this I, yep. I love this idea yeah and strong yeah. communities need less government support like yes. they understand that they and don't I need the government and I love seeing this happen this and how everybody mm -hmm. has to homeschool right now mm -hmm. and people are trying to learn about you know, growing and preserving their own food. I love this because in the end, regardless of what the government's trying to do, you know, the freedoms are trying to take away. In the end, this is going to show people that we don't need this mm -hmm. authoritarian regime doing all these things for us. You can do these things for yourself, especially if you cooperate with your neighbors. And I love that people are going to learn this. Right now, I think yeah. it's such a positive yeah. thing. Yeah, and I think you know, and I, I think I brought this up on the last show too. Like, what what anarchists really need to be doing right now is really talking a lot to people about, oh, yeah. like, hey, remember, you can do this. Like, we can support each other. We can take care of each other. You and can survive without the do. police. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do all these things, and we need to keep pushing this and try and keep <coughs> this momentum for independence up, because right. if we can. This could be the start of the fall 
in multiple mm-hmm. ways the start yep. of the fall of government. I've right. seen. I was actually seeing a lot of those conversations about um, neighbors helping neighbors about prepping about firearms ownership, right? And there was there yeah. was articles that came out like like leftists were really upset that you could that they were lied to that like you couldn't just walk into a store and buy a gun off the shelf. Like right. they, or you they, they were just really buy upset. One on the internet. Or yeah, you, I saw you couldn't that. just buy one on the internet and have it shipped to you. Like they they were really mm. upset that they were lied to and that they, there were these precautions <laughs> in place and all these steps you had to go through. Um, oh, gosh, and firearm those owners suck. Uh, a lot of firearm owners were like, "Ha ha! I told you so. Fuck off!" But there were also firearm owners going, "Hey, you know this this is reality. This is this is the thing sort of thing you voted for. Like yeah. this is why it exists. This and, is what we've been trying to tell well, you. But yeah, exactly. here's some advice." On how you yeah. navigate all of this. And yeah. And here's how we change this and roll back all of these rules so that the next right. time this happens, this isn't an issue anymore. Yep. Right. Yep. And I've been trying to do, I mentioned this in the pre show, but on my Facebook page, I've been doing videos and posts about how to do things the old ways, the ways that don't require going to the store, that don't require government and things like that like um and i just started doing this but like i have a well this one isn't really the old ways but i did one video on how to store dry goods in the long term for 25 to 30 years at least and have them stay good and usable um with really cheap you know it's a really cheap way to do it Uh, so i did a video on that and i i've talked to people on my page about the yeast starter. I've talked to people on my page about prepping and preserving other kinds of food. And then I did a video today, excuse me, on just how to rehabilitate and season cast iron. Oh, that like poor cookware. cast iron pan. That poor pan. I know. It was in such bad shape. I know. Oh, criminal. I know, but in my criminal defense, using shape. soap on my cast iron. In my defense, <laughs> that was my camping set. And it got stored in the attic and I kept meaning to get to it and kept forgetting about it because in my uh, kitchen, I have copper pots and pans and enameled cast iron, but my camping set is just straight old fashioned cast iron. So it got super fucking rusty in my attic. There you go. Stop yeah. using soap and cast iron. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the best use of the don't tread on me flag ever. Yeah. It's, but I mean, that's seeing and learning how to use that stuff and everything else and teaching people, you know, that you can do these things without the world, right? Like completely on your own, you can do this. This is stuff that a lot of us know, but yeah, a lot of them don't. don't. Yeah. Yeah, So that's why I'm trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I've thought about too, like one of the, one of the things that I want to do, um, for, you know, for Iron Harvest, once this kind of tapers off this hysteria Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. see if I can set up doing some classes for um, just free classes for here's how you care for your firearm. Here's how you use it safely. Here's how you handle it. Just do it free. Cause that way, right. All these new gun owners who went out and bought these guns because they've been anti-gun until they realize they really do need to protect themselves. They need to know how now they're a firearms owner. And they need to know how to be a responsible one and a safe one and how to care for their weapon and maintain it and all these other, they need to know this stuff. And this, what's great about this for me is this is making thousands of new firearms owners who had no reason to pay any attention to the videos that I do before, who had no reason to pay any attention to 
the, you know, the, any of the training or anything else that I do. And now suddenly they do. So it's an opportunity to make pro gun people who would not have been pro gun people otherwise. Right. And right. to me, that's really great because we're actually doing something useful and pointed to reduce panic and hysteria because the more mm -hmm. empowered people yep. feel to take care of themselves, the less they have to panic about everything that's going on outside their fucking door. And yeah. to me, that was the point was to calm people down, give them something productive to do and, you know, help people feel more empowered. Well, yeah. To look and after themselves. And that's, I mean, you know, and, and like with this community assistance thing, like I'd put a post out like a week ago, you know, on Facebook where I was like, Hey, if there's anybody in the lacrosse area that they have, you know, it's a parent with kids that can't get out and go do things. If it's somebody who's elderly and can't, you know what? I got a car that works. I got gas. I have time after work. Let me know. I can run their errands for them and get them all done so that they're taken care of. Right. And that like, that's, that's what a community does. You just take care of each other and you go, Hey, you can't do this. I have the time to do it. I don't have anything mm -hmm. else going on right now. I can go do that and get that taken care of for you. I don't mind. It, yeah. it doesn't bother me. And I and didn't do fun. anything community wide, but I've been checking on my friends and asking them if they need anything or if they know anybody, you know, just kind of networking outward from me instead of broadcasting it out <laughs> for anybody. But but yeah, same yeah. kind of thing. You know? Well, yeah, and it's it the the issue is I mean, like I, since I live in a fairly big city, I mean by Wisconsin standards, it's a fairly big city. By most <laughs> of the country, it's not a big city, but um, it's a town for most people because it's like under sixty five thousand people. Um, but and, and for Jason, it's a neighborhood. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah. not that's wrong. bigger than that's twice the size of my entire county by the way yeah my, so my 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 county my county is 1.14 million my county is like 24,000 yeah yeah Damn. so we i mean looking at that i mean we're we're not huge but by putting that out there because the city isn't super huge or anything else it's easy for me to get pretty much anywhere in the city and the general community and <laughs> go and run and do those things i live a 20 minute walk mm -hmm. from a major grocery store and stuff like it, it doesn't take me long. Even if I had to walk there, it doesn't take me long to go do these things because right. I live in town. It's easy for me to do. And because I work in the next town over, that's a half hour drive away and through another town while well, I'm traveling all the way through there. So if there's somebody along that way who needs something on my way home from work, it's really easy for me to swing in there and just be like, here you go. I grabbed your stuff. You know, everything's mm -hmm. great whatever that's not a problem for me whereas yeah. if you're a single parent who's now with got these kids stuck at home and you so you can't leave because they're not at right. school what are you gonna do like i get it that you need that help i'm down for that like mm -hmm. I, I can help out and everybody needs to be doing that and that's what this community assistance thing is clearly doing in a really big way is like hey like mm -hmm. we, we have time we have the ability we can take care of each other you don't need government to come hold your hand and help you your ding, ding, ding. See, I, okay, in high school, I had a teacher that would stomp his foot every time he was giving us a piece of information that would be on a test. So that's what we really paid attention to was when he'd stomp <laughs> his foot three times. I want to stomp my foot three times when Andrew says we don't need government. Okay, no. that's important. No, government is the reason things are fucked up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And instead yeah. of instead of going, hey, let's help you, they're like, hey, we're going to deploy armed men with automatic rifles and armor to surround Trump, your house. Trump Trump yeah. called out the National Guard today in California, Washington, and uh, New York. So. Yeah, and the way that article was written made absolutely no sense because oh, they called it the Federal National Guard, and I'm like, hey, what? we're getting into negativity mm. territory. Yeah, this all right, is all right, all okay. positive. All right, all right, all right, let's let's go positive. Strippers. All right, Portland strip club forced to close. Yay, more so strippers. Dan- so dancers <laughs> now deliver. Nice. A misleading headline. These are cute girls too. All right, uh, Portland <laughs> finds a way. Uh, Portland. Portland finds a way. Close down her strip clubs and dancers will do delivery. That's what's happening at Lucky Devil Lounge. Uh, the club was forced to close with Governor Kate Brown's mandate to stem the spread of coronavirus by the order does not allow but the order does not allow establishments to offer takeout delivery. Right. They're not okay. bad looking. All right. See? <laughs> All right, uh, and, thus the, thus, <laughs> and thus was born club owners shown Shown Baldwin's new business, Boober Eats. Nice. Ah, there it is. B O O B E R Eats. Yes. The whole we like to bury the lead. All right. Unlike Andrew's drill with the sponge, we do not like to bury that. All right. The whole Andrew does though. That's why he's always smiling. Ruined him, damn near wrecked him. <laughs> wrecked him, damn near killed him. <coughs> God, hell, hell is going to be so much fun. All right. The home, delivery, corner booth. the home delivery service in which a pair of scantily clad, scantily clad strippers will deliver hot food to your door started as a joke, Bolding posted on social media. When, me, when many people began seriously inquiring about orders, Bolden saw potential. So while the rest of Portland was hoarding toilet paper and pasta, he bought out one of the local store's stocks of pastries. Uh, from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m., Boober Eats is offering the full menu from the Lucky Devil Lounge at the same price. Delivery rates are generally 30 bucks, but vary depending on the distance from the lounge. Quote, if someone wants to give us a couple hundred bucks to go to the coast, we'll do it as long as the girls are taken care of. Popular orders include chicken finger steak bites and mini corn dogs. <laughs> Quote, all the call... Quote, all the calls, people are just giddy and fun, Bolden said. Quote, sometimes it's a surprise for someone. Sometimes it's a birthday. Sometimes it's people that are really stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be willing to bet that's the majority of their orders. <laughs> like, like, dude, if, dude, you if, know it would be if fucking I'm great. Stoned, yeah, if I'm stoned <laughs> and I can get mini corn dogs delivered by a stripper... I'm doing it. And not just as true, it needs to be pointed <laughs> out, they are topless. They have pasties on, like, stickers over their mm-hmm. nipples, but they are completely topless as they're doing this. Yes. Right. Um, uh, all dancers are driven and escorted by a security guard, and there's at least one rule that carriers that carriers uh, over from the strip club to the pandemic, no touching the dancers. But social distancing seemed to be a struggle for the women themselves. The club has turned into the headquarters for the Boober Eats, and on Friday it remained full of dancers, uh, delivery drivers, and members of the media. Some of the dancers greeted each other with hugs and took selfies together. Yeah, it's not really for his. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, for his part, Bolton is providing masks, disposable gloves, and sanitizing wipes. 
Um, strippers are like hairstylists or tattoo artists if they usually, quote, book a space uh, to do their work and consider independent contractors rather than employees. This means they typically aren't eligible for unemployment benefits, yep. which is true. Which is true, quote, yep, uh, it becomes very real like when all, yeah, yeah, quote, it became very real when all this happened, said one of the dancers who goes by the stage name Olivia, quote, dancers work for tips and tips only. Bolden has about 80 dancers between Lucky Devil and another club, Devil's Point, which he co-owns. Quote, they're all like, hey, what do we do? I said, let me figure something out, and this is my solution. So about 25 dancers have started doing the Boober Eats. Uh, even with deliveries, many of the dancers started doing Boober Runs. have <laughs> gone from making several hundred dollars a night to earning close to minimum wage. Well, and uh, you know, and the thing the thing is, too, is like you got to appreciate this club owner because he uh-huh. didn't have yep. to give these girls anything. He, yep. he could have just been like, hey, look, we're shut down. This is what we got to deal with. Yeah. I'm sorry. But instead, he was like, let me see if I can figure out a way that you can still make money. Right. Um, that that he, he actually mentions community in this quote. He says, uh, quote, uh, quote, losing this job was devastating, said, said Kiki, who started her first boober shift Friday. Uh, quote, for the majority of us, it's been an almost complete loss of income. I'm here supporting my community and trying to keep maintaining an income, income flow as best as possible. Uh, Bolden said he's also trying to employ as many people as possible during the club shutdown. The kitchen staff are cooking orders. Security guards are driving dancers to deliveries. Bartenders are now working the phones and maintaining social media. Yeah, I mean, and it's so now none, none of these people is having to go. I need a government handout. They're all still making money. They adapted. They're finding a way to make money without a government handout, without the Fed pumping trillions of dollars into the economy. They're going, hey, I I need to make money, so I'm going to supply value in exchange for the medium of exchange. You know, like that's that's great. Yeah. That's capitalism, man. That's how it works. Yep. Let's see the menu. Uh, see the menu. Most popular, they got a mini corn dogs. Um, Chicken strip basket, deviled chicken wings. Those look spicy. And sound roasted, delicious. Yeah. Roasted red pepper hummus. Ooh. Ugh. Chicken salsa, steak salad. Lucky devil salad. Okay, Caesar salad. Green salad. Whatever that I'm is. I'm just saying, like, dude, hummus is like if somebody went, hey, I really want to eat sand, but I can, can you make it taste worse? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Hummus is delicious. Ooh, you can order a blue cheese New York steak for fourteen bucks. Ooh, you know what? If I got a blue cheese steak with a side of boobs, oh, you can order. That's worth fifty dollars, C- unlike that cake. Yeah. You can also you can also order CBD soda. Nice. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This yeah. sounds like the perfect business model. PB- yeah, this sounds like PBR. <laughs> You can also order PBR and White Claw. So Dude, you can get I a can get... you can get a steak. You get a okay. Uh, what was the steak? Fourteen bucks, and then steak, the uh, the peep liquor and then cannabis the... and boobs. That's yes. not bad. Yeah. Dude, that's um, most of my day. Like PBR. <laughs> okay, the, the steak. The steak is fourteen. The steak is fourteen bucks, and the PBR Tall Boy is four bucks. Jesus, so, that's an expensive so PBR. Twenty bucks. It's PBR. It's delivered by boobs. But it is delivered by boobs. I'll take it. Like, so we, get you, we can get you a hard blackberry cider if you prefer. 
Oh boy, that sounds just. Hey, oh, don't oh. turn your don't turn your nose up at anything blackberry that comes from Oregon, because oh, they I'm... make that shit over there with real action. It's not blackberry flavor. It is real, actual fucking blackberries. I mean, there's, there's there's like cider you, boys here in you Wisconsin. You can order a sixty four. You can order it's a sixty four ounce. You can order a sixty four ounce Coors Light Growler. Nice. So that's like the equivalent of a single regular beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. To do the job. They got Weirmere Brothers and a growler. 64 ounces. That was my beer. It's just, it's like, oh, hey, would you like a very large can of water along with your steak and boobs? <laughs> yes, I would like, give me that Coors. Are you kidding me? Come on. Freaking well, <laughs> when there's no bottled hey. water left on the shelves, order a beer. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's primary ingredient is water. And, you know, alcohol, people didn't even used to drink water the way that we drink water now because the water was never very safe to drink. And so people drink alcohol. That's why, you know, everybody had wine with dinner and all that. They drink alcohol because the fermentation process killed uh, all the bacteria and it was safer to drink than water. Yeah. And look at what it's delivered by. Yeah. Yeah. the, the, The website, Uber Eats. See, yeah. again, unlike that cake, that is worth $50 to have delivered, man. Like, yeah. That's freaking awesome. That's going to make my day. Like, oh, you I'm get stuck way in- more. You can get a steak and tits for 50 bucks in Portland. Hell and the yeah. other people are just sending you one little fucking single serving of cake. Yeah, what? screw that, man. Yeah. I'll take this steak yeah. and boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if the Boober Eats was like a birthday present, like a surprise, like they just showed up at your work, you know, with that blue cheese steak and a beer, you know, it'd be pretty oh great. My, I love steak. Boobs. How did you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to gonna send it back. <laughs> I got a tip for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just the strippers tip. work for tips. I'm like, yep, just the tip. Just a tip. Just a, just a tip. Except that isn't all that they always get, because otherwise I wouldn't have my oldest daughter. Yeah. You ever been interested in wrestling? You ever been interested in wrestling and hand sanitizer? <laughs> I got this great all business right. idea for a drive-through. Yeah. All right. Well, <coughs> while we're on this, while we're on this subject, <laughs> which one? <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Quote, quote, people are suffering. Russian porn star offers to trade sex for COVID-19 vaccine. And suddenly, men all over the world became scientists. <laughs> it is amazing how much of an interest in bioengineering I've suddenly developed. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's a good-looking girl, too. Um, Russian porn actress whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce, also known by her stage name Lola Taylor, has recently made a rather explicit offer to offer to her social media offenses as she's lamented her current predicament. Staying indoors for two weeks upon her return from return to Moscow from Italy, as per anti-coronavirus measures implemented by the Russian capital authorities. In a video posted on her Instagram, Lola complained that she can't leave her residence or she may get busted for violating her quarantine rules and offered to get intimate with everyone who makes the coronavirus vaccine. 
though it wasn't immediately clear whether she was being serious or just emotional. So not In just a, separate- a vaccine for herself. She's going to like bang every nerdy little scientist that had anything to do <laughs> yep, exactly. with developing That's what she's a saying. coronavirus vaccine. Um, okay, I got yeah. it. Her, her name is Lyubov Bushieva. And she's a nurse, apparently. Just See? She's interested <laughs> in the medical field? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, though, it's not like this is a first because um, uh, there is a couple of porn actresses in Miami who, if the Miami Heat won mm-hmm. the NBA championship a few years ago, offered to blow every single fan <laughs> of the Miami Heat and had like 200 and something takers on that. And that is upsetting a little there, but there was they're also one during the last election that if somebody changed their vote from trump to somebody else that like madonna yeah. or somebody like that would give him a head and everyone and the like, guy and the, and the guy no. and the guy did yeah. and he proved it and she like she blocked him on twitter or something like that <laughs> why would yeah. you want anything to do with Madonna? Have you seen that chick? No. No. Hell, even Madonna in the '90s, even Blonde Ambition to her Madonna. Right. No. Geriatrics need love too. No. The, the material girl Madonna, yes. Okay. I'm just gonna say material girl Madonna, yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but by the time you get to the weird cone bra thing. And and blonde ambition and it's just it's this is a rapid rapid downward slide ending in her with her tooth gap even larger and inexplicable British accent yeah and, <laughs> <laughs> and looking as old as she is let's let's just say she did not age gracefully no <laughs> no not, not at all so, all right I got but I, I have no room to talk I'm not aging gracefully either. <laughs> All right, one, she, one more article. Um, uh, did you want to keep talking about Madonna? I mean, you got that drill no, handy? I just, no, it's I, 11. I, Let's do the last article. All right. No, I, like I was just going to say, you were talking about not aging gracefully. I get people asking me if I'm 40 all the time, so don't give me that shit. I, Shut up. Me and Jason I, are I am 40. 40. Jason's 40, and I'll be 40 this year. Yeah, this I'm 33. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, all of you. Fucking youngster. We got old man Sullivan in the house. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Papa Sullivan. All right. Volunteer volunteers help keep shoppers safe in Pueblo West. This is out of uh, Colorado. It says uh, veterans and former law enforcement officers are going out of their way helping shoppers in the in the Pueblo West due to COVID nineteen. Uh, with permission from Safeway, the volunteers roam the parking lot in orange or yellow vests to make sure shoppers are safe when they get back to their vehicles. So they don't get mugged for their groceries like the lady in California. Yeah. yeah. Quote, this is this is where we live, and it is to show people that humanity is humanity no matter what is going on in the world, said Toy Glasscock, one of the leaders of the volunteers. This is more good. Oh. The, there is more good in the world than bad. <laughs> this is the way... Uh, this is the way of showing people that there is more good in the world. I kid you not. Toy, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Toy. Glass. Toy. Glass. Wow. Breathe. Breathe, you guys. Look, I'll even, hi- I'll even highlight it for you. There. Toy. Glass. Cock. <laughs> 
That is the shot. <laughs> oh, dude, really? <laughs> there is no way. Right there. There is last cock. There is no, <laughs> no fucking way that is not a drag queen who's giving that. <laughs> you cannot convince me that, that is not a drag queen. Right? <laughs> uh, that is that is his name, Toy Slash Cock. That, that no, is just no. that, that stage uh, name. All right, that stage name. There is no way that that is not a drag, an armed drag queen who's volunteering to protect. <laughs> okay. Oh <my> God. <laughs> Real people do not have names like Toy Glasscock. <laughs> no. 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 That just see whatever whatever Ask, that article had to teach us just got derailed. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> as, yeah. As for other that stores a lot in Pueblo, around as, here, Chris. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. As for other stores in Pueblo. Glasscock says they're happy to help. I'm sorry. You have to stop saying his name. <laughs> what? Glasscock just wants to help. <laughs> just give Glasscock to help you on your way. Just give Glasscock a chance. Oh. Fuck. It sounds like something that I keep in my fucking freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't Google this guy's name. I, I want to see who what the, he looks like, but there is no way I can actually Google that. I assume that's toy. Last cock. <laughs> How do you get that name? How much did your parents despise you? Uh, why wouldn't Why wouldn't she go by a, a middle name? You know, like a, like could he at least just be Brian Glasscock or like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll bet you his middle name something like Strap On or Broken. <laughs> oh God, he has a Facebook page. Oh. <laughs> Toy Glasscock has a Facebook and that's page. that's not just a Facebook like a sock account because we all no. know like all of her clothes off and former, you know. former Air Force <laughs> former Air Force oh my He's god Air he was Force? in the military that poor oh. guy oh there is no yeah. way that dude fucking oh god and not only right. was he in the military he was Chair Force so can you imagine the moment he gets around a bunch of fucking grunts what we oh would my do god. <laughs> Airman Glasscock, holy shit! It could be worse. He could have been in the Navy. Yeah, yeah. Even Seaman Glasscock. Seaman Glasscock. <laughs> Seaman Toy Glasscock. Ensign in, Glasscock. Aye, aye, Captain Glasscock. Lieutenant Glasscock. <laughs> holy shit! Uh, oh. I don't really uh, want to call you Glasscock. What's your first name? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Drill Sergeant Glasscock. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gunnery Sergeant Glasscock. Can you imagine being a recruit? 
Imagine being a recruit fresh off the bus. <laughs> oh. Yes, Sergeant. Oh, I remember lined up at boot camp and everybody's having to say their name right before you have the the uniforms and you have your little name tags. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, the people with fucking weird names or like names that innuendo was a real possibility for. Holy shit. The company commanders just fucking really made Ro- shit difficult for them. them. Yeah. Oh. God. oh. Oh, they roasted the Imagine hell out of them. Showing up. Yeah, showing up and your name is Toy Glass Glass. And all this time, <laughs> you're fucking your CC or your drill sergeant thinks you're fucking joking and that you're being cute. Yeah, but until they actually see the paperwork and no, your fucking name is actually Toy Glasscock. It's like, oh, you poor son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And instead of being easier on you, because obviously your life has been hard enough already, <laughs> they're going to they use it as an excuse hard. to fuck with you even harder than anybody else. They're going to fuck Dro- with the toy glass Drop. cock even harder than what you just Yes, they're going to fuck with the toy glass cock. Just, just imagine an absolute straight face and the drill sergeant goes, drop and give me 20 glass cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Glasscock, I don't see you working hard enough. You're never oh. going to make it here, Glasscock. In the Navy, in the Navy, the bathroom is called the head. Go scrub the head, Glasscock. Go scrub the head. <laughs> Where's Glasscock? Oh, oh, he's in the head. Uh, <sighs> do they call it head in air you're in the air force? You're, you're such a pain in the ass, Glasscock. <laughs> <laughs> Right, the fact that he was military, but not the Navy, is uh, making the village people very sad right now. Right, (laughs) that was a serious lost opportunity. I don't know. I mean, if I were like really secure and not susceptible, and I fucking wanted to do something really funny, and my name was Glasscock, I would join the fucking Navy. Yeah, that's that's. That has to be one of those a boy named Sue situations. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I knew it wasn't going to be around, so I had to toughen you up. So I named so, you uh, Boy Glass Cock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's got to be a nickname, let's, but for what? All right, let's get off Glass Cock and finish up. Um, <laughs> We're going to ride the Glass Cock pony for oh. all it's worth, Jason. Yeah. Uh, oh. All right. Episode name Glass Cock and Boober Eats. Yep. Oh, that's the perfect episode right. name. We're developing a hard right. hitting j- journalism here. Oh, yeah. All right. Chris, <laughs> plug your, uh, Chris th- thank you for joining us. Uh, um, plug your social medias. Uh, we'll find shoot. you. You know, honestly, uh, Glass Cock. <laughs> <laughs> No, thanks for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, been a fan of the show for a while, and uh, every time I watch it, you know, there's always something that I, you guys mention, and I'm like, wow, I actually don't know shit about that, so I better go look it up and find out more. So it's, you know, watching you guys, it always pushes me to learn more. Um, Here's the secret. We don't know shit about it either. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if education and entertainment and just fucking lewdness had a baby it might be this podcast and that baby but... didn't get enough oxygen at birth and, when... 
<laughs> and, and it has fetal alcohol syndrome. And shaken baby syndrome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fair enough. But no, yeah, it's uh, no, it was fun being on. So I appreciate it. Uh, mostly, I'm, I'm, uh, mostly, I'm just sharing memes on. No, I, I still share them over to Facebook, but I've been logged out mostly just to focus on uh, more important stuff. But yeah, uh, memes on Instagram, uh, C Sullivan seventy four. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Nice. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been having... Facebook friends for a long time. It's the first time I've ever talked to you face to face about. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Finally, well, you're finally talking to us all here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Well, Derica, there was like what the last time I was in Maryland, I wanted to come down and visit, but I was like, man, we're not going to be able to have time because I was supposed to meet <laughs> a friend of mine from high school. I was supposed That's to meet right. him in Cambridge, and then he completely flaked out on me. And I was like, well, thanks, dickhead. You know, if you hadn't have flaked out, I could have gone down to, you know, and hung out with you and the kids and the dogs for the afternoon. But, right. you know, we're trying, trying to make it to Ocean City. So, yeah, next time I'm out there, I'll, I'll definitely hit you up and we'll come down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, well, you're, you're come not on all over that to far the nut hut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take some of the methane with me as a souvenir. So, yeah. <laughs> you can shovel shit, can't you? <laughs> there's another movie reference <laughs> yeah you're, you're not all that far from me either i mean i'm right up and i'm just the next state over from iowa i mean you're obviously yeah. the was in downward corner but yeah, yeah cuz you're like, like right at, you're right across from like because lacrosse is like right across from like minnesota but then you're not too far from the iowa like you're at the northeast corner i'm at like the southwest corner so and it's yep. a way about probably about 7 7 hours Something yeah, like something. Yeah, yeah. Something you guys, like that. you guys are all like fifteen hundred miles from you. Yeah, right. I'm three thousand miles which, from you, Jason. Which is still, which is still not a safe distance to be away from California. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're you're all stuck <laughs> in the United Soviet Socialist Republic of California, yeah. with National Guard on the ground. Yeah. Right. Scoots okay. over so your commie germs don't get on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cutie. <laughs> All, All right. right. This is this has been episode eighty six. Class um, Cox and Boobery. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you check well, out Pete uh, Anarchist's Hootenanny Roundup, my new page. Yes, that yeah. is linked in the description. That is Andrew's new meme page, uh, as well as Andrew's YouTube page and Dirica's book. Buy go my buy book. Her damn book. Go buy her damn book, you dirty commies, and learn how to think for yourselves. That's right. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.